0: Reality isn't anything like we think it is, you know? Reality isn't what's in our heads. What's in our heads is what's in our heads, and that's it. And to bring something into reality, you have one resource you can use to pass that filter slowly. And that resource is time. You have to spend the time plugging in the holes of the thing that you created in your head when you want to move it through the filter outside of yourself and into reality. And that takes time. You're carving little pieces everywhere, all over, all the time. And there's a learning process to it, and you get better at moving things from inside of your head and into the filter. Sorry, through the filter. And all of that is. It's difficult, (laughs) for sure, you know, and those artists, those who were able to merge their minds and their bodies into one powerful entity, a force of nature to move through this life and create create (laughs) like men like gods among men, remembered and and esteemed. You think about Leonardo da Vinci, for example. There was no ideal for what an artist was until this person came into being to embody this ideal. And these people come every now and then, and they push humanity forward. their ideals in their own right with who they are. They represent an image, an image we try to aspire to. And because we do, humanity improves. Instead of having one Leonardo da Vinci, you'd have millions across time that all do a little bit every now and then. They're not 100% Leonardo da Vinci, but they're 10%, 20%. And that's so much better than zero, right? It pushes you forward, it brings you through. So that we can manifest things in this world and go through that filter between our, our minds and our imagination and pass that filter into reality. And the image changes, you know, that's the point. We want to stick to what our imagination came up with. Because that's what the structure is. But there's so many holes in your imagination. Like when you imagine it, the thing that you want to create, every single intrinsic detail within it, how it's built, that's not really considered. You know, Tesla used to be able to do that. He would imagine a structure, a machine he wanted to build, and he could think out every single part within that thing, in his head, where everything would fit and how it would fit and he would work on it and make it happen, you know. The guy had a, a sick imagination and he envisioned everything he built in his mind before ever trying to give it into the world. And he was brilliant enough for it to be right, what he envisioned, you know. Like not everyone's lucky and you're not always right and usually you're not. And as you pass this filter, you try to adapt your image into, into what can be real. But then you create something anyways. It doesn't need to correspond 100%, you know. It doesn't need to correspond exactly to the image in your head, but you created something real, tangible, and has a function in this world that doesn't, that didn't exist beforehand. It wasn't anywhere besides inside of you, and you let that out. And then other people can absorb that and manifest what you are in in themselves too. Either by looking at your art, trying to understand what it's saying, or by hearing your words and being convinced by a certain way to see the world or reality. Vision drives humanity forward. These people who live and try to apply their vision those are or those are the ones that I feel are truly alive but not everyone needs to be that way not everyone is meant to be creative, not everyone is meant to change the world you're meant to be happy, do what gives you joy and if creating is a part of what gives you joy then by all means create but don't create for the wrong reasons. That's that's something we're all faulty of. (laughs) We create for the wrong reasons all the time. what What is it that we're trying to create? What the fuck are we trying to create? With every little action that we're taking, which direction are we moving in? Where are we moving the world? Am I creating this because I want other people to, to see me for it, to see what can be inside of me? And then we think, we create something that doesn't exactly correspond to what we think our image of ourselves is and how other people perceive that, that we created. <laughs> So we were disappointed by our creations and what they represent because they're not representing you and you, you let the judgments of others thinking it doesn't represent you to define what you create and because of that it stopped you from creating anything. And when I say create, I'm not talking about objects, man. It's every action you make, it's every embodiment of your being into this world moving forward man, taking what's inside of you and bringing it out we do that for the wrong reasons, do we do we just want people to appreciate us? are we creating this because we're in love with creating it the way it is? are we Are we, s- are we scared that we won't live up to the ideal of ourselves that we created in our heads if we try to move forward? Is that it? Because if that's it Yeah, that's pretty stupid. Yeah, I'm going to start, you know, there's no point in me saying the date of the episode. Because no matter what you're listening to, it happened within the week. If, I, if I'm saying it, then, because I'm releasing weekly, and I'm recording weekly. You know, unless I record something and upload it, you know, a month from now, which doesn't really make sense, you know, but then I can put the date in the description. But yeah, I know I mentioned I'm going to say the date in every episode, but I also mentioned that this podcast is always going to be changing. And I just think, you know, sometimes I might forget the date, or sometimes it's just not in the moment, you know, it's not the right time for me to say the date. It is a journal in a sense, but it's also <laughs> documented narrative yeah and a part of creation is having the right words to speak out what you think is inside of you and sometimes that's something you'd have to work on that's also a filter between your mind and body what you're trying to create this is why i say like the first step in trying to control anything in this world anything at all you really have to control the body that's trying to create the thing. Control and master the first tool you're given, the tool that that deals with and interacts and uses every other tool that you ever interact with. That's the first barrier you have to cross. And after that, that's when you can really (laughs) move forward and try to go through the next barrier of actually learning how to use the tool through (laughs) the body, you know, through the tool that you're using. And it's not just that direct link between your mind and body. Within your body there's a million (laughs) barriers and boundaries you also have to go through first to be able to get to control your body. And it's not as if you stop, it's something that keeps on happening and you keep on crossing more and more barriers always because you can never live up to their ideal and not always sometimes you can live up to your ideal there's moments in your life where you embody completely what you truly believe you are and there's moments when that doesn't happen when you trip and fall off a step or you stutter in a word that you wanted to say or when you all these small moments, man, your life isn't just on one level. You're always, you always have your ups and downs, and that's what keeps you human and keeps you humble. You realize that you're faulty by nature, and you're really, even though you know all of your faults and all of your vulnerabilities, you're still getting back up and saying, I can face this, you know, I can, I can go through with this, endure, and maybe prosper and grow because of it one step at a time, one boundary at a time, within my own mental framework of who I am. My image towards myself. My ideal. Then it's up to you to decide, or it's at least be clear on what your ideal is, because it's foggy for a lot of us and we think different aspects exist in different ideals, but if it's just brought to uh, to one or a group of ideals. It's unbelievable how we as humans really evolved this type of... We see patterns through embodied behavior and we need a narrative to give a time frame for those embodied behaviors to enact out what it is they embody, within a story-like structure that has characters to play those parts, within the entire narrative, within the entire play, the theater that they're in. And when I say this, I think about ancient Greece and how the Greek gods all embodied not just ideals, the worst of those ideals and the emotions that bring you to those outcomes you take Aries for example, the god of war the god of rage, anger, destruction and sometimes when you're you're angry, you embody, or in fact Aries embodies you and you enact that ideal out of rage and that pattern of behavior and then you're angry that's it. Nothing else in you exists beyond that because that is what you're acting out within your embodied being, in this play that we're in, within this narrative that also exists within time. That's what we are. That's what we do constantly. You know, If it's not God's, it's something. It's a story. It's a... It's a narrative, and every single situation that happens to us in our lives between people and friends and enemies... Narrative. We all put it in a story in our heads of what was, what is, and where this is all going to go, trying to make sense of "Ah, where we might be heading. And then we put those embodiments in different people and let them play those parts in our heads thinking about what they might say, how they might react to what you're saying and how you should say what you're saying. And maybe a million other things, you know, playing an instrument or trying to take out someone for a date. You're imagining a million things, like... <laughs> you're constantly thinking about what they're thinking about you. That's that's a given. You're trying to estimate where they stand so you can see where you can go with your actions, what limits you can push. And at the same time, you're thinking about different scenarios in the date or how you're going to react to them. How are you going to pay when the bill comes? Or what are you going to order? How are you going to make that joke that you thought about two weeks ago and thought she might think it's funny? You know, but if you have the long term vision to hold on to a joke for two weeks, man, respect. But that's what we do. We imagine these narratives, embody them, and play them out and see how we can play them out to the To the best of (laughs) our abilities, but some people embody that narrative. And their narrative isn't going to any place that's better than the narrative they've been accustomed to their entire lives. All of the past that they've been through. The story of everything that was and how it manifested itself to create everything that it is, that is right now but that's wrong, that's completely fucking wrong, that pattern we built, that story built in the past, it doesn't need to go in that direction, doesn't need to keep moving in that direction, where you think your life is heading, and if If you don't change direction, you won't go, you won't reach whatever you're reaching. And this is why I think it's important to change, but it's so important to understand that our future doesn't have to be anything like the past. But before we can see that positive future, we have to really, really, really face every boundary and every barrier that we find in our heads, in our brains, minds, whatever you want to call it, one step at a time, one irrational fear after the next, and trying to keep moving forward and adjusting, acting, learning and adjusting. And a part of that happens through imagining a different narrative, a different outcome or ideal that you you imagine to be, but to also accept that you won't always be able to live up to your ideal let yourself be down when you're down but always know that you're going there that you're actively doing your best to live up to this ideal as much as you fucking can as much as you can in whatever little way that you can one step at a time. Everything about you speaks into this world, and you should always be trying to shout who you are, but intelligently. (laughs) It's one step at a time. One step at a time. And then the world will listen. You know, that's when the world will listen. That's when the world will listen. That's when the world will listen, right? <laughs> midnight Wisdom. Wow, well, this, is, this is what Midnight Wisdom is, actually. Not sitting on my desk in front of a mic, talking, it's me looking outside of a window, smoking a joint, talking about life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what am I trying to represent? What ideal am I trying to live up to? What are the things about myself that are holding me back from living up to this ideal? Uh, Things that I know I should stop doing but don't stop doing. Emotions that take the best of me. When they really, really shouldn't. And I said it and I'll say it again guys, meditation. Man, even, you know, you you need to at least try meditation for every day for a month before you can come and tell me that that doesn't help you. Not once a week. Not once or twice. Not once every now and then. (laughs) It keeps you... It keeps you centered, it keeps you going. Understanding, accepting yourself and accept you, accept yourself with all of your faults, but that one part of you that's always trying to be better, that's the one part you should never kill, and that's the one part you should always nourish and encourage to keep you going. And you'll have voices in your head trying to put you down. And those are the voices you don't listen to. And you just keep that one tiny spark inside of your life and you water it as fucking much as you can. However often you can. Every opportunity you get, every action you make, every decision that you avoid doing that that would fuck your life up, you know? Every decision you avoid doing that you know is bad for you. Every decision that you make that you know could actually be good for you even though there's the risk of it not being that good it might hurt you but you went forward and tried and learned something because of it and crossed that boundary and barrier within your own existence so that you can actually shout out who you are that's what midnight wisdom is (laughs) really, that's it. There's a condo from where I'm looking out of the window. There's a balcony. (laughs) That's really nice. And I'm just thinking, you know, my apartment is quite sick, but you'll always look at the nicer balcony and think, I want to be on that balcony. (laughs) Really. And that's something in us and that's the only reason that we're here right now. And that's, We have to nourish that in the right ways. Always appreciate what you have fully. Without it, you're fucked. Always appreciate what you have fully. But you know, you still wanna go to the better balcony, so work hard on yourself. That's tough, that's not the easiest balance to maintain you know the I love myself, I appreciate myself, but no, I don't like this about about you, so change it right now, <laughs> try to change it, okay, you failed this time, it's fine, you know this is this is why i f- you failed maybe next time, okay again, okay, this time <laughs> I fucked up again, you know, but in a different way. So now I know that that doesn't work either, you know, I need to maybe try something different. And (laughs) like maybe five more times. And you're like, no, cool, you know, I still love you, I still appreciate you. You're still awesome, you're still trying, you know, that's fucking awesome, you're gonna reach that point one day, and the entire point is to reach that point, you know? The time it takes to reach it isn't that relevant. What the fuck is that sound? It is not an airplane. That's the sky screaming, bro. That's all of the sky shouting. Maybe it's a plane. (laughs) So yeah, you fuck up. Okay, that's an ambulance. You fuck up once or twice, and, you know, it's the same concept. You're putting what's in your head through a filter, and you're acting it out, and you're seeing what works and what doesn't. Through that filter. It has to, you know, you're sending out a lot, and it's just slamming against the wall, basically. And every now and then, something you throw out passes through a hole in that wall and actually works, and you realize, okay, that's a path I can maybe do more than once to keep getting that result and pass that boundary. And maybe next time I can put more into the world by throwing a bunch of shit at another wall and seeing what goes over on the other side after a lot of trial and error and time put into this, acting it out. You have to embody it, you know, you can't you can't just think it out and live it in your head, You're living those narratives constantly... Stories, stories, stories. We create stories. We think what people thought and we create narratives about them and narratives about them and uh, (laughs) put them in place and thinking how they're going to act and interact with each other and what every one of them knows or might not know and Assuming what they (laughs) might know or know or what they think about it all at the same time It's all about acting it out properly. A friend of mine on the show soon. His name is Jan. Jan Apple. And I say soon because we're going to sit down next week and record an episode. Just us drinking tea together and talking. You know, I think he's a Someone with perspective, I know a lot of people with a perspective, obviously, but there is a wisdom to him that i I appreciate and like, and he's my best friend here in Germany so far. I am going to go to Finland to talk to my other best friend, so I know he I know he's listening to this, so I have to <laughs> I have to mention him. he deserves that Johannes. I should have went with you to see Jordan Peterson, man, I apologize. (laughs) But that took me on another path with my actions, and you know the story. So yeah, I'll sit with Jan soon. God knows what we'll talk about, but really intelligent guy, man. Really smart dude. And I say smart because he embodies that, he doesn't just um, say it like a lot of people. Like for example, Marvin uh, Marvin Luntz, the guy I talked to on New Year's Eve, I have to be honest, man. I, I don't think he's going to actually live up to what he was talking about. You know, I mentioned like in my, I made my description sound cool about, you know, this guy is... Uh, Hustling and trying his best to rap and make it to make it happen. He's trying to be an omnipresence and he says he's going to do a lot And that that was the German talk I had with him the last episode on New Year's Eve And we talked for like 30 minutes and he told me about how He thinks a lot and how he's trying to I think he's a victim of his own self, and I'm saying this comfortably because I know he's not going to listen to this episode even though he told me he will. I really doubt it. I think he'll listen to the episode we recorded together, but he's not going to listen to my podcast in general. And I told him, by the way, you know, when, I was, uh, when we were done with the episode and I wrote the name down on, on my phone, I wrote Marvin Lance and then I put one after, I put an eye, Roman Roman digit basically, to make it look more authentic to him. And I told him, this is one right now, and two years from now, we're going to record another episode, and it's going to be two. And when that's the time, I'm going to see how much you lived up to what you said. And I don't think he's going to live up to what he said. He's too much of his own victim with how he blames himself for thinking too much. And he over analyzes everything. He's a smart guy. I've, I've seen it. He's socially really aware and he knows what everyone else is up to within the conversation. And he keeps track of all of that for a very long time. He knows what to say and when to say it. He's a good actor. And I think people who can act are very intelligent. It has an intelligence to it, an embodied intelligence that you have more power over the world because you can interact with it in very different ways, very quickly. And how you act towards the world is what essentially matters. And that's why they get the most results. They're embodied beings that represent these ideals that we create in our heads and stories. And that's why we praise them so much just like God's. It's unbelievable that people like that exist. (laughs) People that represent an image of what something is, and an ideal. George Clooney is an ideal, man. Look at how that guy dresses or looks like. Gets paid $60 million to do (laughs) an Escafé ad. Even more, probably. How much can you represent an ideal? Man, it's... uh, And for what? It's It's not as if this ideal got created on its own. It's something... It's a process between... A relationship between us and that ideal. And we build it up in that way. Within our heads and within ourselves as a community. By what we decide to see and talk about when it comes to these people these ideals, you know, and they're only human, you know, they're really only human and they're probably depressed as shit too, but that's the image we have of them and it's like it's up in the sky and we worship it in one way or another, and that's, you know, dangerous in some sense and good in others, but mostly dangerous because we're building very incorrect ideals that are being followed by so many people, you know, a dumb person can come up and say something and a dumb person cannot come up and say something and you'll have so many stupid people believe it It is exactly what I'm doing right now, you know and who knows (laughs) if the world listens and they embody different actions that I think are stupid who knows what could change who knows the potential of what we can all do if we all (laughs) play different parts within our own stories. How the collective story, the narrative of the entire human race is going to explode. There is so much potential in us, it's not even funny. Not only as individuals, but as societies, as a species, man. Imagine how physically different every animal was in the past. Physical beings that were shaped and embodied by the environment around them, harsh and cruel. They were. they looked very different. We all have the same skeletal structure. You know, there's always legs, arms and a spine, sometimes a tail, sometimes, <laughs> you know, but there's always that structure and it goes back a very long time. And you see it in trees too and how they branch. And. These are just efficient structures for things to function within the world. So, that was a framework that was already placed in the environment ever since anything came into being. And it was all, it's just one step in the many steps that went one step at a time to reach us. And you realize the same thing that the universe had to go through with these steps you go through every day in your mind. That's if you willingly try to push forward against what the natural harsh environment around you is and those beings back then they look different and you know they all died out and now there's us and we all look the same almost you know there's no different species it's, let's assume there's one species now we own the world this is us the story is ours you know it's not any other animal story this is our story and we shape it and we have control over it and we're trying to move forward right Moving forward, man. We're trying to move forward, right? That's, that's our sh- story and we're shaping it. But even though we all physically have the same structure and, we're, you know, and th- within the species, the same physical structure is unified, you know, besides facial, you know, skin structure and, and hair height and all of that, but we're still in the same frame of being. But instead of the difference between us being so physical, the difference is more mental than anything else. Intelligence, it's different intelligences and it's different... Not only intelligence is (laughs) different. systems of being, of functioning, of thinking, of viewing things, of analyzing and creating different narratives. And we all have different narratives in our heads and those are also differences within the (laughs) structure, the main structure, the mind structure, rather than the physical. And it's somewhere else it's in our brains and this is all being processed and it's information being processed really quickly and that mechanism that processes this information so quickly, your brain, it exists within the boundaries of the universe and within those parameters that the universe had all around until you went step by step by step by step, always just going against boundaries and you are the product of that process that keeps on pushing against boundaries and within this You're the product of it, but you're also in the process of it, because it's still going to continue. But within you, because now you're the embodiment of all of that. And at this point, within that... At this point, within that process, we became conscious of the process itself, and of ourselves. And this is when we had conscious control of where this process can go. And what that takes is pushing those boundaries and barriers, but not in the physical world. Just like there were so many different physical animals, and now that physical structure is unique to us. But the mental structure, another level of being completely, That is very computational and imaginative. It's always consuming a lot of energy and it's electrical circuits moving very fast between each other in the layer of fat. And that's all what atoms have, this is all what the universe has been creating. And within that thing that was created, that same process has to move on again where every boundary within that Thought process is being challenged, so the world can move forward. And because of that, there will be mistakes. And it's the same as you know, you look at galaxies and you you see like there's so much nothing happening at those galaxies. You know? We th- we think it's nothing. You know what's happening on other planets? It's like fucking storms we've never seen before and colors of diamonds we haven't ever thought could be so bright. And it can be a lot of lava burning a lot of, I don't know man, it's a lot of everything with different chemicals, just a mixture of different elements and chemicals coming together and seeing what the fuck might happen, you know, just throwing all the information there everywhere and really putting it in a, in a space where it can just fucking be randomly everywhere. Every planet has different information that interacts with different information differently. And all of a sudden you have us out of all of the probabilities thrown into together. And that, that was randomness, you know? That was what makes anything possible in the future a stroke of randomness here that changes the 99999999999 percent of emptiness into something that has meaning. (laughs) That's what we are. And people you, you're not getting this. That's exactly what you are. Man, but at the same at the same time, you know, it's funny because you have these certain individuals that come in and decide to create that are pushing humanity forward and it's the same I think with us on planet Earth. I mean, if you take planet Earth as an entity on its own the only planet in the galaxy, so far as we, we know, in the observable universe. It's uh, it's pretty lonely, you know. <laughs> it's pretty lonely out of the 99.9% emptiness, you know. There's But there's this one spot that has some randomness to it that's manifesting itself slowly. And when it starts spreading, I think, the same thing is going to apply. Different levels of humanity, the living on different places, are going to decide to approach trying to let's say push those boundaries, yeah, push them differently in a different direction somewhere else, you know. All of these systems that we live on, trade, economics, culture relationship all of these things all of these things they the what's it called <laughs> I lost I lost my track thoughts. I'm thinking about this chick I'm trying to, to bang i fucked up I? like this is this is what i hate about dating or anything like that you're it's something that takes a lot of mental energy to create all of those different simulations but you really don't need to to do that that's the point. you shouldn't you shouldn't create these narratives in your head and just forget about them have a clear ideal and work towards that because all of these narratives are just noise that are kind ke- of that is gonna keep changing. You know that is gonna keep changing. Like you're not gonna remember where you're at right now in five years. You know, like the stories that are happening to you, the bad relationships that you you have, and uh, you know, like just anything in general. Usually, five years is all it takes to. Like if you had cancer, you'd be, and like you were cured of it in five years, you would almost forget that you had cancer. You know, you'd, you'd love, you'd continue, because that's what we do. It's just like losing a parent or losing someone important to you. Yeah, he was he was old and sick for a long time. I think the family was ready for it. So my my uh, aunt's husband died three three four days ago, and I loved the dude. You know, he he used to challenge my my intellect as a kid. You know, he'd always ask me riddles, right? <laughs> he'd ask me funny riddles because he was a teacher. He'd ask me funny riddles that I'd have to think about, and I'd go and I'd sit down and I would think about the riddles, and I, my cousins would be thinking about the riddle too, and like we'd uh, talk it over, and I'd go back to him and I'd be like, "Yo, this is this is your answer," and he'd tell me no. And the funny thing is, is that right now as adults we think there's one answer to something, and if we don't come up with that instantly, we we stop or we don't pursue an answer. But you know, I, as a kid, I was imaginative enough to come up with an answer that really wouldn't be the answer, but could be the answer. It's linked somehow. And then I discuss, you know, why why that's the case, uh, that this could be the answer. But anyways, like he he used to ask me a lot of these, so I I liked him, you know. He <laughs> I didn't like a lot of adults growing up, but I liked this one one dude. And for for the past while he's he's been really sick and he's really old old and somewhat senile now. So I when I was talking to him, I saw him I don't know how far back when I was talking to him when I was talking to him. wasn't, you know, like anywhere close to a level where I can have a conversation to him. So I didn't really bother. I was polite. I tried to reminisce about, Yo, dude, you always kept on asking me. Asking me that shit. I think a lot of my cousins think... Uh anyways, anyways. Where was I? Yeah, he was, like, I was polite to him and I talked and all of that. Uh, Yeah. So he's out now, he's out of the game. And he was a genuinely good guy, and he raised good people with his wife, my aunt. And I think, like, I I spoke to my aunt today, and her voice was was good. My dad went down to visit, and I'm glad he's he's around with his family. This is his sister's husband. It's a big deal. You know, I love my sister's husbands. They're wonderful people, and I'm so glad. You know, I'm lucky. I swear to God, it's just for absolute luck that I. It's absolute luck that I'm surrounded by such wonderful people in my family man my sister my sister is married very good men good men with good hearts that's because my sisters had good hearts and I think they were smart enough to to see that you know? <laughs> it takes an intelligence to see a good heart and i and I ultimately think that's the type of person I really want to be with. I want to be able to look at this person and know there's only kindness in them, even though they might make mistakes or fuck around it's their heart does not mean to hurt someone else. They're just acting out their own embodied behavior They're acting out themselves but Sometimes you're toxic without even knowing it. I think awareness then comes into the point. It's like kindness met with awareness can really move things if it keeps moving forward. And I think that's what I want us to do together. No matter how many of you are listening right now, you know, if you're three people that are listening to me right now, it's live a better life because you deserve it and just do that it's unbelievable what we can accomplish how much kindness we can put into other people's hearts and let that flame inside of them grow just like it grew into us and we nurtured it and we let it Prosper and grow, because we watered it every single chance we got. We fucking watered it. Ignored all the noise and negativity and bad thoughts that just take away all of our energy. Put it into where we need to put it. And that brings me back to the point that, yes, in fact, we are energy. Out of this entire process, it's information, but it's embodied through energy. Energy is what gives this information meaning, and we are all of that. You know, when you're listening to something, or you're you're receiving information, but how you're receiving it is energy just moving through everything else. Uh, it's communicating within itself, and that tells me that that one spark of randomness was actually energy coming into being and with how energy flows it's just moving against those boundaries one by one and that's what the river does it, if you put a rock in the middle of the river the river will continue somehow and that brings me to life entire universe is in fact a river streaming streaming in a direction but because there's so many different minds and so many possibilities, these directions are so unlimited. They're infinite of where they could go. Every one of us does different actions and makes different decisions every day, and all of that together is on a stream that's moving in one direction. So I could I could entertain I could entertain the fact that there could be parallel universes happening at the same time. If, an infinite numbers, if an infinite number of universes was to be generated at the same time and just given a spark of randomness, if infinity and randomness met, can every possible outcome that could happen, happen on every possible infinite stream, whenever there is a rock in the road or a decision, but the system is so complex and intelligent that There's so many decisions that can contain, that can be contained within one system, I guess. That's a question to ask. I'm going to listen to this episode again and go through these thoughts and You know, because like when you start looking at the world as energy and you start trying to decide, you know, I'm going to put energy here and energy there. And you try to take out that energy and you have to understand it through time because your energy is also fluctuating up and down, up and down, up and down. It can grow to great heights and it can also go down to lows and that affects how you embody yourself within the world. Because you are every... Every single cell, everything, every single anything you are is energy, and energy is constantly moving, and it's as if it's moving against all the unknown and chaos in this world, the infinite nothingness, and it's moving, and it's, it's trying to catch up to what all of this is, and then it can't catch up because it can only go so far, but it reaches, it reaches somewhere, you know, it's moving. And then that's the cycle of yin and yang with nothing trying to interact with everything at the same time. Within the randomness of nothing, everything came into being and can everything expand enough to consume nothing or is it just this fucking soup being mixed together? Then you have different branches within that too, and down that balcony looks nice. If it were up to me to decide on a path I want to go on, I want to go on a path I think is good for me. A path that would make me happy, genuinely, not just good for me in the sense that I think it's good for me, but it's really not, you know? Because it's your life, man. Bad things are gonna fucking definitely happen to you all the time. And you, you almost never will get what you expect, but you'll get something, you know? It will be so much better than where you are. Different relationships in your life, different people that add value. You learning something, growing into a new person. You embody yourself differently and you act differently. You know? I've seen that, especially in people who go to mixed martial arts. They're just so confident afterwards, you know? It's like it gives you so much more liberty with your body because you realize I can get hurt if I move but nothing is gonna happen if I get hurt so it's fine for me to move in that way without being uncomfortable because normally you you try to move and orient yourself in, in in a way in this world that is the safest to you and what's safe is what's comfortable and we remain in that area you know but being punched in the face and kicked in the groin will really show you you can still keep going even if you <laughs> even if you get hurt, you know. Even if it gets uncomfortable, I can still stand up the next day and keep going. You know, as long as I think it's this is sustainable for me, and I'm, at some point it's going to be better for me than worse. Ah. <sighs> And I think a problem of mine is that I expect to do everything I do perfectly from the first time I attempt to do it. I think that's my issue right now that I need to deal with. I need to be able to create or do work or anything without expecting myself to be perfect of it. And to just do it for its own sake until it's complete and, and good within its own right. But you'll have to build a very shitty structure first and then work on that. Within every process you have to do, there's always that same leap you have to make within boundaries and barriers. In creation process above all, obviously. But not above all, no. Every layer within the process has to go through that. Every <laughs> every other thing in this world is constantly moving through with that. Everything this exists on. It's a universal law chaos interacting with order, rather order trying to make sense of the chaos it's in and giving it meaning, you know, giving all of this data some type of meaning. And that's what I talked about on the football field actually let me get back to that. I talked about um, how I think that the world is intelligence evolving and figuring itself out. You know, I just thought mainly this was all information and information useless isn't really functional and what we want is to have Functional information, data, something we can use, something that is used, you know, and because of that, to make information functional, you have to have a user to interact with that information and see what use can come out of it and how that information can also be turned into a program that you can use to get things done. I wouldn't like to term it like program because it's it puts people in the wrong direction. Don't think of this and computer terms, but it's relative too. And what I mean by a program is, a program is simply that. It's a, a set of data, information, code, thrown into something, but it's arranged and done in a way that allows the program to perform a certain task. And a fucking chair is exactly the same thing, you know, and a chair serves a functionality within how its information, in the frame that it exists, is arranged in a certain way. And because of that, it has meaning, because I, as a user, can actually sit on that chair. And I gave it functionality. And it's not just the chair, it's everything that you see, every wall that you look at, every, <laughs> every painting, every, every information that you are experiencing has its functionality. The street that you're walking outside, you can walk on that street, it has a functionality. The air that's around you, you can breathe that, and it lets you survive, and it has its functionality. The football field, I was talking about that, the football field that I was walking circles around on, uh, had that circle I was walking around, at some point it served as a rule within that game of football so that people can actually know where they're, where they're going, you know? and like where to center themselves and which formation on both sides. It's the middle of the football field that has significance and functionality. But at that moment in time, its functionality wasn't that at all. Its functionality was something that I am, as a user, going around on, moving in circles around on. I'm just walking around on general. So, but that's what the functionality of that circle was at that moment. So even one arrangement of, of pieces of information, they're also <laughs> yeah. They're also they can also serve different function functions and functionalities at different points in time. So the functionality isn't set and how the user experiences and interacts with with a set of data, it gives functional different functionality to this data, right? And that's the same thing with a user trying as you trying to create your narrative, your story of how you're dealing with this world. You're creating a type of functionality out of all of the data that you see and you think that this is how you need to interact with it. But see because we're as humans as well we're pretty functional we actually um, perform actions and we perform them with tools and these tools can as well be termed as a program because we're getting something done by moving information in a certain way because everything is information but we're giving it meaning. And you can you know screw in your you can screw in your shit you know you can screw something into something, and that's like a program, but you embody that program and you do that task right, and that's the set of information playing out this scenario together, and it's all this information interacting with each other all the time, and it's doing that through energy obviously. <laughs> and yeah, man, we're, so if something, so what is functionality is, uh, just let's term it, let's term it, you know, there's A and then there's going to be there's a task needed to be done, as simple as that, A to B, and you can see routes on how you can get to B, and I think intelligence is optimizing the perfect route between A to B, just trying to figure out what is the best way to get something done, and working on that, okay? What is the best way to get something done, optimize it fully, completely? What's the fastest way I can go from A to B? But the twist is because we're made from energy and we have a limited amount of it. We don't utilize a lot of energy. And at some point within our future, we'll be able to utilize way more energy from, you know, suns and stars around us. We utilize like, because matter is inherently energy. And when we eat something, we're taking energy from that matter. But we're utilizing micro, we're neutralizing, like we're... Using nit- micronutrients and micromolecules in those things that can fuel us in a certain way. So, we're using like 0.000000, I don't know how many zeros, 1% of all of the energy that exists within, within this food that we're eating. Like, if, if you could actually eat just a spoon of sugar and take 100% of all of the energy that exists within that sugar and maintain it in your body, you'd never need to eat again in your life. You'd live to 300. There's so much energy in everything. And since we're energy trying to make sense of everything and nothingness at the same time, we're... And energy is a constant movement. It's a constant movement. Always moving, things moving, moving, moving. That's its change. That's all that energy is. There's no (laughs) better way to describe it it also moves within itself so because we we're all uh, of that as well we need to have energy coming in and out of us constantly for us to to move forward within time and that's what that is, that cycle Uh, that's that's life that's life really Um, let's try to dig deeper a bit let me drink water first. To utilize that. I think I'm going to start drinking coffee more. Because I need to... The thing about coffee, I think for some people it helps people focus. But for me it helps me get more dis- distracted. That's my issue. That has been the entire problem with coffee. I I start just looking around and trying to interact with anything that I think is momentarily interesting. And that's that's the funny part about me. I'll I, can, I can look, okay, long term. And long term is important. But within what I'm around, I'm always trying to be distracted, and I think if I wanted to get to what I think long-term is, then I have to not be as distracted and only focus on the things that I deem important, right? But, you know, I think I interact with it in a way that's funny, because I, I always entertain randomness in my life, and because of that I end up going through interacting with people and situations I really don't expect, uh, you wouldn't expect to have those moments, and then they happen, and you're like, "Whoa, well, how the fuck? Do I deal with that? And then you deal with that, and you're like, whoa, I don't know, like, if I did try it wrong, but I learned a lot because I just, I tried something, you know, I tried something. But I've been at this constant battle about trying to get focused for me and just do one thing and one thing only. Just like, leave me alone and let me, let my mind work on its own. Just leave me alone and let me fucking fly, you know. And that's what I really am trying to do, step by step. And I think it's going to take time, you know. The plan in my head that I built out is a bit... I think it fits narratively within the narrative that I created, because you're always within a narrative, you're always within that frame. It's like a game you're playing with different rules and you're always in a game, but you get to decide which game you're playing by pursuing different things and having to go through them and learning them and optimizing them from A to B. And every process that you're in as fast as possible, you know. Anyways, um, so the plan for me is, like, I don't want to get too much into details, but I, I do graduate in June, so I have to think about how I'm going to be able to be financially free from any type of constraints in the shortest amount of time possible, knowing my capabilities as a human being and knowing what I'm good at and what I'm not good at, okay? I'm really good at this me talking <laughs> i hope you noticed i'm good at communicating with people and having real connections with them when the time comes you know when the moment hits and genuinely understanding people and listening to them and trying to i'm good with psychology I, I to my own subjective experience i might be wrong i think i understand a lot of what people can be going through a lot of the time which helps you create a better narrative for where things are going to go but then i realized it's a waste of energy to always be working within that narrative. I need to just embody my ideal and the narrative will play itself out, right? So I'll I'll stop thinking about the future and the story, but I'll act within the story. And because of that, the how the story is written as we're in it, rather than thinking about how it's going to end, it's actually better. And because it's better as we're writing it, rather than not writing it and just thinking about the ending for example is that it's actually going somewhere and it can be a good story depending on how good you write it so write it as well as you can or as properly as you can right so you take that control and you realize you're you're really within your own story writing your own narrative take that control and you know that you know that the writing isn't going to go as smoothly as possible. You know that you know, like, the story isn't going to play out exactly as you imagined it. But because you're acting within the play, you're acting the proper role and you're saying your lines right and you're smiling when you need to smile or you say that joke when you need to say that joke. Or you, It's not just acting in that way, How, like shaking the hand, how you stand up, how you... The speed at which you make your gestures as you move your hand or wave or nod, there's speed, there's uh, like how, how and when to decide to do it, variability, understanding the energy of the moment and trying to really pin down on what everything communicated is. Within that moment, and within every moment, you genuinely try your best to embody that ideal, and because of that, n- the narrative generally improves, and the story becomes a better story. And you just have to start writing to become a better writer. You know, you'll realize the mistakes that you're doing, you stop writing like that, and then you'll do the things that you need to be doing, and you'll write more like that. You know, and that's what uh, that's what that is. And for me, I think my process, because I'm I'm talking about this because a big part of my plan is going to be about me writing a book. Okay, and I finally came up with a subheading for the book, you know. I always wanted to... Should I name the book or not? Uh, that's a funny funny thing. No, I'll name the book when, I, when I'm when i about to release it at some point, And I'll need your guys' help by then for sure, you know. I, I need all the support I can get to actually... I don't need any support actually. I just need you to like go leave a review or something. You know, that's not really hard to do. And if you even care remotely about the message that you're hearing, then invest something in something you believe in every now and then, you know? I don't I think that's what we're genuinely genuinely not doing. We're not investing ourselves in our beliefs if they're good. But investing in beliefs is something that uh, you invest by action or putting time, not just money or or Facebook posts, you know, Uh, but yeah, like I'm I'm thinking about this a lot because I have this very clear structure, plan in my head that I need to act out and I can't create this plan unless I act it out properly and to act it out properly I need to not think about the ending of the story too much but actually focus on writing however best I can within the moment, you know, and slowly seeing what works and what doesn't, and adjusting. And for now, I have a very proper structure for my my book. And within that structure, what's nice is, as you're writing, you start thinking about where everything can fit, and you put that. And because you want to create a proper narrative within every point that you're going, from every point that you're going from to the next, the better they're structured, the more sense they make, and the better you structure them the more sense they'll make and you'll see like oh this makes more sense here this makes more sense there and because of that you improve you add you remove and you keep on refining that until you have something that's remotely maybe <laughs> may be beautiful you know as much as you invest in it now the book's gonna be sick <laughs> I'll, I'll boast i will not write a shit book i refuse and that's it that's also like i shouldn't be a perfectionist but i will do what i can Definitely. I have to embody that because if I don't and I don't write this book within the entire genuine frame of my plan if I don't embody that then I will not get to live out that plan and I will not go to where I think I need to go when I need to go there so that I can be free, and go even further. Complete freedom, and just leave me the fuck alone. That's it. I just want to, I'm broke as shit, man. It's unreal. But I will manage, you know? I will make this work. And I will get from where I am today to a point where I am financially completely free, without any shortcuts. It's just building it right. This foundation, platform that I exist on. The platform that I exist on. And then I can, you know, within this structure that I'm in, I can start aiming upwards properly and directly. But everything I'm doing within this process is going to help me so far into the future. It's not even funny. You know, imagine this podcast itself. I told myself one rule. This is never-ending. You know, I will post an episode a week. I don't care if it's three seconds, man. I don't care if it's just me saying hi and closing it. And posting that online, you know. The only way I'm not posting is if, like, seriously, the world... Was telling me you cannot post, and that's <laughs> that's when like it's out of your hands. That's when you accept it and you move on, and you try, you learn from it, and you you move on. But that's like really when it was not in your hands, man. And yeah, I will post every week, and who knows where this would go in twenty years man. In thirty years. Just a guy sharing his opinion. Always. You know, maybe a spark of randomness is gonna happen at some point out of all of the emptiness. And it'll start burning. You know? And if it doesn't if it doesn't, I couldn't give less of a fuck. I enjoy this. I love doing this and I've loved doing it. For God, like, I, I don't know why I didn't start sooner, like, right, like, I realize how, but it's nice, you know, because I really thought this out, and I I learned more before I started, and I have I have something I think I can share, you know, <laughs> that's important. <sighs> and it's belief, I guess, it's I just believing in myself, really, because I'm acting out what I think I should be acting out, and I'm acting it. I'm. It's not just that I'm acting it out. I'm always trying to act it out, and I'm always trying to push it, even if I don't act it out. I, I don't care if I like fail. I will keep on. I'll keep on trying until it works, because it has to work, you know, at some point. As long as I keep on pursuing it, I'll learn it at some point, and done. And then it's a good framework to be, you know, this book once it comes out. I'd I'd have written everything, I'd have created a proper structure to my own method of thought and my own way to approach life and put it on paper, you know. And when, when it comes to thought on paper, you have to really structure everything. And within the structure, everything gets more organized and has to be more intelligent and the holes need to be filled so that your structure is actually solid, you know, it's not gonna fall easily, right? It's uh, it's a sustainable structure to live on and, and once I'm able to write something like that and I know that the solid the foundation that I'm on is solid that's when I know that (coughs) that is when I know that my because you have to explain the concepts that you're understanding you know and if you can help someone else understand a concept that you understand you know that means that you really understand it because you made it you turned it into a way that can be communicated to another person and that other person was able to understand it it was information moving effectively from one mind to the next and that has to be really good within one's own mind to be able to do it so then I'd have that structure and then I can really build myself to the person I know I can become because I'm constantly pushing against that Pushing that boundary and pushing that boundary and pushing that boundary. Mm -hmm. This is definitely the episode I'm going to post next week. And I'm going to like pay money to get this advertised fuck it because this is what this is the episode this is what midnight wisdom is right this is this is really me i don't feel like the person talking on the microphone the entire time was me but then that's better audio quality you know and and it's it's definitely not shit you know it's like still me thinking about points that i think need to be addressed and saying them so that's that stands on its own Every now and then I'll I'll have more episodes like this where I can just let loose. (laughs) Let loose on all of that. Let it all go out. And this is why I'll continue doing this podcast because letting it out and verbalizing it is putting it a lot more into structure for me and I can feel that creating a more positive impact within my own behavior within this life. I'm embodying something I... I idealize really, and it puts you it puts your entire other actions into being because you feel responsible for how you're acting towards this, you know because if i'm going if I'm going to tell you to be kind to other people and to be understanding and to spread positive energy and to try to to genuinely just do good in this world whenever you can and you see the opportunity around you, even though doing good might end up hurting you in some way. There's always that risk of, of when you go into an unknown domain, something bad is going to happen to you. And, and that's what got us here, and that's fine. But you need to understand that you need to pass that and rationally jump over that rational wall in your head and try to do good when you see the chance. You have the opportunity to interact with the world. You should go ahead and interact with the world when you can to create something more good than bad, you know? and by that i mean like the the guy i let me think of an example this this was a this was a bad example like this is something that happened instantly and the second that i acted that way i sort of regretted it and i'll explain it so i was walking to uni as usual and the the way to the Uni is a very, let's say, rich street, right? It's, a lot of people are moving there and Hamburg is a pretty rich city. So uh, people here are, are, are wealthy, I guess. But it's, it's a good system that this city is running on. I haven't seen a system like this in... Germany it runs on very good systems. Anyways. I'm walking towards uni and there's this tea shop to the right that is only a glass wall so I can see the reflection while walking of what's behind me and I'm walking in the direction of the tea shop and there's this guy in a wheelchair talking to himself man he's moving really slowly and he's he doesn't look dirty you know just like a crazy dude that wants to be out and about, you know? But he's... I wouldn't say crazy, the guy is born, he seemed born that way, and... It's, it's not crazy, he's just... This is how his brain is functioning with his body, and... He's still trying to interact with the world, and how is he supposed to interact with it? I didn't see any anything inherently bad in his heart, you know? He, he was good in his heart, but he was just not normal how everyone else is. And of course when you see something so different and so unknown to you, you, the first instinct as always is to think about how it can hurt you and you try to move away. And I saw that in my head, you know, I was walking past him and the first thought was like, I hope he doesn't talk to me. And I kept going and then I heard him like say, hey, hey. And I thought in my head, I'm like, dude, Please don't be talking to me, you know. But then I looked in the mirror in the tea shop and I saw his reflection. He was looking at me and saying, hey, and I can't just keep going if he addressed me. You know, I can't. It's, I, I have to address this. So I look at him and I smile and I say, what's up, what's up, dude? And he just he tells me, like, oh, I thought you were you were someone else. I thought you were someone else." But the way I reacted wasn't the nicest. I, there was a smile on my face, but I wasn't smiling to him. I was smiling to sort of protect myself from the unknown that he's presenting to me because I don't know what he wants from me. And I, I don't know if I can interact with this properly, and it's a scary place to be and everything in your life. But I approached it and I I looked at him and okay, then then I left, you know, I just shook my head, okay, you're, you thought I was another person, and then I walked away. But thinking about it now, I think like, what would have stopped me from actually smiling to him because he's someone that's lonely and he wants maybe someone to actually see him for a second, you know? just to feel like I exist and the way I interact with the world isn't that punishing so that the world never reacts back or reacts positively to me how messed up of a life or perspective you have to go through every day and narrative that you have to live by because of a role just given to you like that And what can you do about it, you know What can you do? uh, Nothing. And being that powerless is... That's why we avoid it, you know, because it's real. This is reality, and reality has ugly things in it that we have to deal with every day. I'm not saying that person is ugly, it's what he represented in my head at the time was ugly, but now that I understand it, next time and there will always be a next time another situation like this pops up not exactly the same situation, but similar with someone misunderstood, but one needing of help or just some type of some type of light in their world next time I take their hands and smile as if I actually care for your well-being at this moment. And not if, you know, you truly believe that. And even if you don't, you know, it's it's nice to do. And then I shake his hand physical contact to show the person that they exist, you know? There's, there was nothing, nothing would have happened to me if I shook this guy's hand, you know? I'd, I could just wash my hands five minutes later if I decided to... am not gonna die, you know? He's not gonna... He can't move in a way that can hurt me anyways. Uh, the only way he can hurt me is mentally, and the only battle that I see myself having is one with myself. But I learned something from just that, you know. I acted, I faced it, and... Why wouldn't I make him a little bit happier, you know? It would make me happier, definitely. If I just... Instead of just walking away, asked him, you know, like, how's your day, man? Like, what have you been up to? What have you been up to, bro? Ah, you're a good guy like just ask him. He's gonna tell you. He's gonna tell you really weirdly because of the way he sees the world is very different from you. You know, he's he's gonna tell you about information that you really don't think is relevant, but he thinks is relevant to the narrative that he needs to share. Because that's how he sees the world, and those are the elements he's focusing on. And he's crazy, so he's focusing on very weird elements that you otherwise wouldn't expect, and that's information and unknowns that you would have to deal with if he actually talked with you and that's another step that might be scary for you to take but you take it anyways because you asked the question and now you have to stand there and take the answer and he'll tell you and then you wish him a good day because you have to get to class, shake his hand say it was a pleasure and leave you'll never see that person again and he'll actually be better off somehow and when, when he meets Another person that might be close to him, his family, maybe his mom was taking care of him. Like the man was at least 40, but he he looked like he had someone that took really good care of him. Probably a family member that really cares. I might be wrong, but if not him, then someone. And if he went back and he saw her, then he might tell her, I met this wonderful dude that... Ask me how my day was. And she's going to be happy about that. Because, you know, he's happy. Because she's happy, she might make someone else happy. Or her life just might not be... Always misery. Her night... Her night... Her life doesn't always need to be... Doesn't need to be... Her life doesn't need to be that bad, you know, always. It doesn't have to just be misery completely all the time. It just doesn't. It can have a a good moment in it, and that's good energy that you throw in that direction. Who knows how it'll ripple, you know, and cause something good. Cause something that's worth. A smile, man, I don't know. It's just better when that type of energy is in the world. I don't have an argument for it. I just don't see why not, if it's that easy for us. Because unlike him, we actually do have a chance to face our barriers one by one. And and trying to gain a sort of control over our own embodied being and try to change the narrative into a direction we want. We have that ability. And we get to move forward in that direction. At least a better direction than now. You always have the opportunity to change how you act. That's it. Change how you act. I'm gonna call my father now. I feel like talking to him. Uh, Have a good day, everyone. If I finish the call, I might record again. But if not this is goodbye. Hour and a half is enough, right? Peace.